Tom Brady has gone full Brett Favre, and you never go full Brett Favre. That and more on today's episode of Locked On Bucks. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the 10 Tampa Bay Plus app that you can find on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. We thank you for making us first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, Deputy Editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com, joined by my favorite co-host, Mr. David Harrison. You can find his work over at Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com. And, of course, follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. I'm your favorite co-host when I'm your only. You have no options. There, there is no other. I, I up until the past couple of weeks, because of scheduling conflicts, because my son uh, happens to be the bane of my existence with his hockey schedule. I have a weekly, once a week co-host in Evan Klosky. No, he is a guest. He is a recurring guest. He is not a co-host. The NFL scouting combine winners. From our time in Indianapolis are coming up on today's episode. And Devin White decided to mess up everybody's Monday. But first, Tom Brady may not done, may not done, may not be done with football. After all, according to some at the NFL scouting combine, Rich Eisen, who not only had the nerve to graduate from a school that I hate, decided on Monday to go over the five biggest rumors that he heard he heard while at the uh, scouting combine. And I promise you, rumors he's hearing are better than any of the rumors anybody else is hearing. True that. The NFL scouting combine. Number one on that list, James, is that he was told by a few different people, which where I come from, few means three, but it at least means multiple people, that Tom Brady may not be done after all, saying, quote, I heard from a couple people, which is different than a few, but still multiple people, Tom Brady may not be done after all. A couple people were like, just you wait. I said, wait for what? That's like my Eisen imitation. I don't know <laughs> if I got the inflection right. He's Instagramming videos of his cat. Let it play out. Let's see who wants what. But a place folks are saying to keep an eye out for is Miami. Yep. And if the Dolphins get somehow, some way, a doctor's report, a piece of medical information about Tua that he may not be ready to go, and suddenly there's Tom Brady sitting in Florida where his family is located. He can easily locate himself. Keep an eye on that. I was told by a couple of birdies at the uh, at the combine. End quote. First of all, Tom Brady can easily locate himself anywhere. Yep, literally anywhere on the face of the planet, Tom Brady can do that. But Tom Brady's family is not everywhere. James, I want your reaction to this, but the only thing I'm going to say is this: If Tom Brady signs with the Miami Dolphins, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers should get Miami's first and fourth round picks that they had to forfeit for tampering. That's a good point. I like that. It's idea. not going to happen, but that's what should happen. Honestly. So the NBA has a rule. If a player gets traded, right, and then that team that received X player, uh, said player, it's the, it's the, it's not, it's the Derek Fisher rule. So Derek Fisher, back when he was, you know, still playing, would get traded from the Lakers to another team to make the salaries work in the NBA trade bylaws. And then that team would buy Derek Fisher out and then he'd go sign with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So, and then he'd win championships because that's what they did. 
So the NBA did away with that. They said, look, if you get traded and you get bought out by the team that you got traded to, you are not allowed to sign with the team you got traded from. You're not allowed to do that anymore. The NFL needs to have the same rule. Either one of two things. If a team gets busted tampering, whatever picks they forfeit, if that player ends up signing with that team, they the team that loses the player should get those picks, should get those forfeited picks. Or, or if you don't want to go that route, the play, the team that got busted tampering should not be allowed to sign that player or acquire that player. To me, that's the only way to do this right. I'd rather have the picks if I'm the Buccaneers. I'd rather have the picks too. Yeah, Dolphins, you can have Tom Brady. We'll take your picks. We'll take the first and the fourth. (laughs) Uh, And look, I I realize I I started this all off by saying that Tom Brady has gone full Brett Favre. Let's. He has. That was a little tongue in cheek, okay? Because Brett Favre brought this upon himself. These are things that are being said about Tom Brady. He is not putting himself out there daily Mm. in the media. I don't know yet. I think I want to retire. I don't know if I want to retire. Like, you you mentioned it the other day. He he retired. He filed the paperwork. And if he files reinstatement paperwork, that is public. He does not control the narrative. All those things. Uh, look, Tom Brady playing in Tampa for three years was an absolute blasty blast. The Bucs won a Super Bowl. We had a lot of fun talking about them. I, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, we had a lot of fun talking about a competitive team because for years and years, David, we have covered not competitive teams. He brought with him Gronk, which was a lot of fun. He brought with him Antonio Brown, which was cool for like five minutes. Um, hey, that's, was, that's a gifting tree that's, that keeps on giving. Yeah. Anytime yeah, you it, talk about jumping jacks, you're going to think about Antonio Brown in the Meadowlands. Uh, but, you know, if he feels that his time in Tampa is over, he feels that it's over. That's fine. You know, he did what he was supposed to do when he came to the city. He won a championship. He made the playoffs every year. And it's time to move on. If he decides that he's going to go to Miami, great. Best of luck. I think uh, he and Mike McDaniel would be an awesome pairing. I think it would be hilarious to watch that unfold. Uh, I think Tyreek Hill uh, would have a great time playing with Tom Brady. And then I can't wait for him to come out and, and be asked a billion times which quarterback did he like playing with better, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, because that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, ultimately, I don't care. If he stays retired, cool. If he comes out of retirement and he plays for the Dolphins, trade two of the Bucs. Pull, pull an NBA, sign and trade. The Bucs can sign Tom Brady. Uh, maybe there's some way that I don't know about that they can circumvent the dead money that's owed that can get rolled into the contract that they send to the Dolphins. They can get Tua, and uh, everybody's happy. I don't. It it is what it is. Um, thanks for your time in Tampa, Tom. Uh, South Beach, Tom uh, is probably going to be every bit as entertaining. Yeah, I mean, look, a healthy Tua tongue of Iloa would murder in in a Dave Canales system from what we oh, think yeah. that you're going to get. Um, but, but, you know, I think first and foremost, you know, the health of Tua Tagovailoa, like if, if Tua Tagovailoa is healthy, this isn't happening, but if Tua Tagovailoa is not healthy, then again, that's where I think that this, this door kind of gets opened. Uh, you know, you mentioned Mike McDaniel, honestly, I kind of look at this as like, you know, mid nineties, Dr. Dre and Eminem, where Tom Brady's the OG who has killed a lot of careers and built a lot of careers. And then Mike McDaniel is the upstart. Uh, he's not white, but kind of looks like it. Uh, upstart attitude guy that entertains everybody with his edginess, but his also in his, his intellect. So, I mean, who knows? It could it could work out pretty well. And then we just got to find out who's going to be the the 50 cent of the Miami Dolphin trio there. Um, 
Look, I'm I'm just annoyed by the by the back and forth. You know what I mean? And and, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to as far as say I'm annoyed by Tom Brady. I was annoyed by Brett Favre. Like I wasn't even in media, and I was annoyed by Brett Favre when that whole thing was going down. But this isn't necessarily Tom Brady, right? People are gonna talk. People are gonna say what they want to say. You know what I mean? And when you're the when you're the greatest quarterback uh, of all time, your name's gonna come out of other people's mouths, whether you want it to or not, and whether you're putting it there or not. If Tom is behind the scenes pulling these strings, Tom, it's, it's annoying, dude. It's <laughs> annoying. If you're not, uh, then uh, you're Tom Brady. People talk about you. That's what we do. So um, I don't know, man. At the end of the day, I think the finality of it is we pretty much all knew he wasn't coming back to Tampa. Even this latest report says he's not coming back to Tampa. The Miami Dolphins don't play the Buccaneers outside of maybe the preseason, which, of course, that's probably what will happen if this happens is, you know, Tampa will go to. Actually, they may already have that arranged, honestly. Tampa yeah. going to Miami for joint practices uh, this, this next season. Um, you know, and look, maybe – uh no ryan jensen's not on defense i don't know i can't even think of who would be the guy to do it maybe devin white decides oh i'll just accidentally go too hard on this rep and pop tom brady under the chin i don't know maybe you can put some money on it probably not but james speaking of devin white we're not done with the drama we've got more fun buccaneer related drama coming up that's next here on today's episode of locked on bucks and today's episode of Lockdown Bucks is brought to you by FanDuel, who has all kinds of stuff you can bet on past the midway point of the NBA season into the playoff run. The Washington Wizards, local to where I live, uh, they're not going on a playoff run. They're going on a run from the playoffs. That's what the uh, Washington Wizards have decided to do. So don't put any money on them. But now is the perfect time for you to download FanDuel and put money on other people. America's number one sports book can help you do that because new customers, you get a no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win so you go big on a bet if you lose you get all that money back in bonus bets just download the FanDuel sports back sports book app it's safe secure and super easy to use easier to use and easier to say it uh then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained plus FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay word of advice if you see me put Money on Bradley Beal to go three or more threes, bet against it because he never hits three or more threes when I bet that he will hit three or more threes. Plus, FanDuel lets, lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlays. So don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet back up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. <laughs> up on monday to do today's episode of the lockdown bucks podcast i forgot how to get through an ad read without stepping all over myself and apparently when devin white woke up on monday he chose drama because devin white posted these three things that you see in front of you if you are on youtube on his instagram story if you are not on youtube don't worry we're going to share one of the pictures is devin white in the locker room tying up some cleats smiling sweating and doing athlete things with the caption thank you that's Y-A, for those of you who don't know how to spell yeah, with a pirate flag and the universal sign for deuces, which is also the universal synonym for goodbye. That's picture number one. Picture number two is a, of a sign. I don't know if he took it or if somebody else took it for him or whatever, but the sign says God isn't asking you to figure it out. He's asking you to trust that he already has. The bottom of it, Devin White has a caption that says next stop with a checker flag, which typically is a signal for the ending of something. The third picture 
is of Devin White yelling on a football field. Uh, I can't tell who's in the background, so I don't know if this is a win or a loss. It says, four-year, went by fast, dot, 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 with a gorilla emoji, um, which means he's a really tough dude, and four years went by fast. So if you put it all together, James, four years went by fast. He's looking forward to his next stop, and he's saying thank you with a pirate flag. Deuces. So imagine his surprise when everybody takes this as a sign and a message that Devin White is leaving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, the trade speculation started immediately, yeah. and I got it. I understood it. This is a team that has, I don't even know what day it is. They have like nine days. Uh, when you're listening to this, they'll have like eight days to be cap compliant. Um, trading Devin White gets you draft capital. It frees up over $11 million in cap space. And it gets you something before he probably walks in free agency. David, we talked about it last Wednesday, and we talked about Devin White's future. In our opinion, what that looks like with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we were pretty much in agreement that this is probably Devin White's last year in Tampa. He's going to want that huge bag. We we talked about you know that statement that he wants to be the $100 million linebacker and that somebody is probably going to give him that amount of money. And it certainly won't be Tampa. They have to give that kind of money to a guy like Tristan Wirfs. They have to give money to Antoine Winfield Jr. They have to give money to Chris Godwin again because he's only got two years left on his deal now. You're going to, Mike Evans is at the end of his deal. You want to bring back Levante David. There's a lot of money that has to be spent. And you can pay for a lot of really good football players and contributing members of a competitive team for the amount of money that Devin White is going to want. So we figured, you know what? He's probably on his way out. Now, Devin White retweeted Greg Allman, who was the first person that I saw uh, post these Instagram photos on Twitter. And he said, uh, reflecting on how fast my first four years went by, definitely a thanks. Well, he said deaf, but definitely a thanks to Bucks fans, good and mean ones, LOL. The upside is scary. So according to Devin White, this wasn't a goodbye. This wasn't a I'm I'm piecing out. I'm I'm bouncing. I'm out of here. I'm at the checkered flag of my Bucks career. Um it was just a thank you. It was a very, very weird thank you. Uh, Rick Stroud came out and reported that the Buccaneers, as far as he understands it, has no plans to trade Devin White. So that means he's going to walk and you're going to get nothing in return. I'm not advocating for the trading of Devin White, but it would have made sense. Yeah. I mean, what you'll end up with is a 2025 third round compensatory draft pick, which, you know, in 2024, when he walks, is not going to make you very happy. But in 2025, you'll be happy you have that 97th overall pick or whatever it turns out to be uh, as a comp pick. Um, yeah, I mean, the immediate thought went to Devin White is getting traded, and that's where everybody went. And look, Greg Allman is the kind of guy who a lot of times you see him out there on Twitter kind of pouring flour. I don't even know what people pour out dirt on the, the fires of fans who are overreacting to something. And here you have Greg Allman actually being kind of the catalyst for saying, hey, guys, this is weird. What do you think of what's going on over here? Let me let me say something. Devin White is a lot of things. Super, superb athlete, talented young man. I mean, his knowledge of, of horses and everything else is like beyond anything that I'll ever understand. Uh, he, but he's also not stupid. 
Devin White is not dumb. When Devin White put this stuff on Instagram, he knew exactly. He knew exactly what was going to happen. And you know what? That's okay. Like, he's young. He's a millionaire. He's an athlete. He's living his dream life. He's famous. Like, people care what he eats for lunch. But here's the thing. This is the same guy that at certain points last year acted annoyed by the attention. Acted annoyed because people wanted accountability. Acted annoyed because they wanted to know what he was thinking about every loss, about every bad snap, about every bad play. So, and then I get it in the moment, like, you know, just human empathy in that moment. I understand like it's frustrating. You know what I mean? You don't necessarily want to talk about it. I, I get that, man. But here's the thing. If you're going to be the dude that doesn't want to talk during a losing streak, you're going to be the dude that doesn't want to give real answers or even real canned answers during the down moments. You're the one who wants to act like it's unfair to get asked why you're loafing on the field. Don't be the guy during the offseason that does this kind of stuff. That's my only thing. And, you know, and look, I'm not telling Devin White what to do. He's a grown man. He can do whatever he wants to do. I'm just saying to me, my perception of it, that's where this gets annoying is you're the same guy that doesn't want to talk about you jogging at the 40-yard line while Will Golston runs past you pursuing a quarterback. You know what I mean? One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Don't be the guy that then does this because you're not dumb. You knew exactly what was going to happen when you put this out there, and, and you probably kicked back and laughed about it. And I get all that. But if you want respect from other people and that being the public, the media, you have to be willing to share some of that respect. You know what I mean? And look, Devin White has never been like, you know, get the F away from me, media, all that stuff. So, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, you know, the 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 little answers, you know, well, you know, I make the plays. I make the guys here know me and da, 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 da. like I'm not saying you're disrespecting the media by saying that, but you're kind of trying to shy away from negative attention. So don't then in the offseason bring the type of attention to yourself if you're not willing to face it. Uh, for that's just that's that's my recommendation as a as a 40 year old who's uh been around a little bit but um you know other than that it's funny i didn't think this meant devin white was getting traded to be quite honest when i first saw it i literally rolled my eyes and said here we go here's devin trolling everybody that's how i took it i don't blame anybody for taking it that he was going to be traded the problem with him being traded is the 11.76 million whatever it is uh, that he's set to make this year is fully guaranteed, which means it's all dead money if he gets traded. Now, the team that trades for him, if they were to trade for him, most likely would either be doing so with a new deal in place, which wipes out the fifth-year option money. Actually, I don't think you can do that. I think you have to tack on to the fifth-year option money the way the fifth-year option works. Mm -hmm. But basically, you would be wanting that team, say, I don't know, Philadelphia Eagles, to take the full amount of guarantees onto their books the way that like the Washington Commanders did when they traded for Carson Wentz. The problem is when you do that, you diminish the draft capital you're going to get returned. So if you're going to get a second round pick for Devin White, but you want the Eagles to take the entirety of the dead cap number on their book so you don't have to eat any of it, now you're probably getting a third round pick. That's just the way that these, these business deals work. So whatever you think you're going to get for Devin White, if you don't want the dead cap that comes with it, which you obviously don't if you're the Buccaneers, you're going to take less draft capital in exchange in order for that for that scenario to come to fruition. Yeah, uh, but again, it, it's better than what they're going to end up with, you know, when he leaves in in free agency. So I'll be honest with you, no shade to Devin White either. I would no. much rather have the eleven point seven back. You give Levante David a chunk of that chunk of that. You draft a linebacker in the first two rounds of the NFL draft this year. You draft another one in the first two rounds of the NFL draft next year. You tell KJ Britt get your crap together. Or you're not going to be a starting linebacker in the NFL. And in two years, you've got two new uh, starting off ball linebackers. Levante David retires into the Ring of Honor, and you move forward. I would honestly much rather that scenario, but just because of the reasons I said right there, I don't think you're getting better than the third round pick if you do trade Devin White because you're going to have to get them to to take the dead money with it. A third round pick is Chase Brown. 
Speaking of Chase Brown, we are going to talk about scouting combine winners now that the combine is completed. Have no worries, Bucks fans. You all know that I love Chase Brown, but he's not one of the guys that I'm naming. We got that coming up next on Locked on Bucks. Wrapping things up here on the Locked on Bucks podcast. The NFL scouting combine has come to an end. Rumors were flying all over the place. Aaron Rodgers was a discussion. Apparently, Tom Brady was a discussion. Derek Carr gets a deal worked out with the New Orleans Saints. There's drama everywhere. We're waiting to talk to defensive linemen. Jalen Carter has a, a warrant issue hmm. for his arrest. It, oh was, it was a wild time. The NFL scouting combine, always one of my favorite moments. Shout out Bailey Adams of Pewter Report for not being able to handle St. Elmo's Shrimp Cocktail. But... That certainly does not get him in our winner's category for the scouting combine. So, David, we have each chosen a winner who came out of this combine just, you know, glowing. Fantastic uh, people to keep an eye on. Uh, I promise I'm not going to talk about any Illinois players. I already gushed about Kenny McIntosh. I'm not going to talk about him. But you had first pick of the winners. So, please, who was your uh, who was your winner of the combine week i just want to say you spent all draft season last year listening to me rant and rave about arizona state running back rashad white and then he gets drafted to the tampa bay buccaneers so i'm here for the chase brown love man i'm here for the sydney brown love bring i'm here for all of it because both of us support schools that don't have a lot of top tier draft talent coming out uh like I, There's really not a sun devil for me to pound the table about this year. You know what I mean? I, like I, I, do I was a fan have, of Eno Benjamin. Nikhil Harry was my guy for his first certain amount of time. You know what I mean? But hey. And I have to remind myself, the last time the Buccaneers drafted someone from Illinois, it did not go well. As well as I thought it would. Now, granted, you could blame some of that on coaching, but everybody remembers Aurelius Ben in the bend mm-hmm. around. Um, but he was a hell of a receiver at Illinois uh, and just really bad football teams that Aurelius Ben ended up playing on. So I would hope that if the Bucks draft a player from Illinois, cough, cough, the Brown twins, um, it would work out better this time. You know, if they draft both Brown twins, Zion McCollum is going to be upset. Because for those who don't know, Zion McCollum has a twin brother as well. Uh, yeah, but the Brown brothers are better than the McCollum brothers. Ooh, snap. All right, so winners from the NFL scouting combine. I'm going to kind of go low-hanging fruit here, but here, this is the guy... That a lot of people talked about around Bucks circles. I call it the Bucks water cooler. A lot of early mock drafts had the Buccaneers taking this guy. Uh, I'm going to call him a winner. The bad news is there's no chance the Buccaneers are getting this guy without trading up. And I don't think they're doing that if they're letting salary cap settle. Christian Gonzalez, cornerback out of Oregon, came in. He hid it in as tall as everybody thought he would be. He measured as long as everybody thought he would be. He ran faster than a lot of people thought he would be. And man, did that dude look fluid on the Lucas Oil turf. Christian Gonzalez is not going to make it out of the top 12. He may not make it out of the top 10. He's certainly not going to make it to number 19. So he is my biggest winner of the scouting combine. Uh, If yours is the low hanging fruit, mine is the fruit that literally just dropped into my hands because I don't think you can get lower hanging fruit than this. It's another person that uh, Bucks fans would love to have, but they're not getting him unless they trade up. And it's going to take quite a bit to to jump some teams that are going to want him, but dude, it's Anthony Richardson. He was an absolute star. He was a star at the podium speaking with the media. He was a star on the field at Lucas oil. The guy is an inch taller 
and three pounds lighter than Derek Henry ran a four, four, three reached 23 miles an hour. Yeah. And then what I was really interested in, because we already knew he was an athletic freak. I was interested in the passing and I was, I actually came away more impressed in the passing drills than I expected to. And I was talking to a buddy of mine about it today. And I said the the biggest one that he didn't look good on were the out routes, the out mm. routes, the timing of those. He was off and, and it didn't look good. But that's something that, of course, he can work on. We know that he's kind of a, a project, but those deep balls, yeah, everybody raved about how great C.J. Stroud looked in the in the passing drills. And he did. C.J. Stroud looked fantastic. But Anthony Richardson threw a gorgeous deep with 60 yards in the air. There's no pass rush. I know there's no uh, corners on the wide receivers. I know. But to look so effortless and just yeah. looking like you're flicking your wrist and the ball's going 60 yards in the air. Anthony Richardson is going to become a phenomenal quarterback under the right tutelage. And yeah. he's he's part of this new wave. The the Lamar Jackson's the Jalen Hurts's the. Uh, you know, these guys that can take over games with both their arm and their legs. I was impressed with Richardson. Yeah, I mean, he did well. And look, there's still some mechanical flaws in his game and his dropback and the way he sets up the pass and all that stuff. But I will say that those mechanical flaws are a lot better. They look better now than they did uh, at the end of the, of the college football season. And he's been working with a, a personal quarterback coach down in Jacksonville getting ready for the combine. And it shows that not only is the coaching working, uh, but it's 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 effective. You know what I mean? So you continue that coaching, you continue that development. Again, he goes to the right scenario, goes to the right situation. You never know. He certainly has uh, enough tools to to make it happen if they can work on that lower body. That's really the biggest thing about it is, is that lower body. So we'll we'll see what happens. Wouldn't mind seeing him. I mean, if you really want to see him have a good career, wouldn't mind seeing him go to like the New York Giants where Brian Dable has uh, worked with quarterbacks that have very similar uh, mechanical issues that that what he has right now and Josh Allen when he came back. Real quick, James, let's see some alternates. More likely to be drafted by the Buccaneers, Tennessee defensive end, Byron Young. I uh, said defensive end, defensive lineman, uh, probably a defensive end and an odd front defensive tackle and an even front. But Byron Young, again, the Tennessee one, not the Alabama one. The Tennessee one looked faster, looked agile, looked good, looked like a guy that I wouldn't mind seeing wearing a Buccaneers uniform playing next to Vita Vea next year. Yeah, and a guy that you brought up on Mock Draft Monday that I said I don't think he would fall to the Bucks in the second round. That's tight end Darnell Washington. This dude is just he's incredible. He is six foot seven, 265 pounds, a seven foot wingspan with 11 inch hands. Like that's a mini football in his hand. And for those that didn't see the tight end drills, he made a ridiculous one handed catch in one of the passing drills, uh, 46440. Uh, and go ahead and look up the videos of Washington during the sled drill that the tight ends did. It looked effortless for him. You had guys that you saw their faces were this close to, to the pads and they're pushing as hard as they can. And he's just kind of like, meh, that, that was, it was too easy for him. So, uh, yeah, he was, he was another big winner of the weekend. I would love for the Buccaneers to, uh, to go ahead and, and take him. I don't think they're going to have an opportunity to do so. We'll see. We, we will see. We absolutely will see. All right. The hot rumor around the Locked On Bucks offices is that Evan Klosky is back tomorrow. We'll have to see. 
the podcast scheduling gods have frowned upon us the past couple of of weeks uh, going on a couple of months now but evan klosky could be making his triumphant return to the locked on bucks podcast tomorrow so make sure you want to come back and check that out we want to thank you for making locked on bucks your first listen or view of the day now make your second listen locked on nfl draft damian parson key sanchez provide in-depth coverage of the biggest NFL draft prospects with deep dives into the sleepers and hidden gems that can change your favorite NFL franchise. Find Locked On NFL Draft wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Check out David's work over at BucksGameDay.com. Check out my work over at BucksNation.com. Follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We really appreciate each and every one of you. Of course, you subscribe. You get to interact with us in the live chat on our live shows, uh, which happen it usually at least once a week typically on fridays we're in discussions of, of shaking some things up a little bit again it's all my son's fault so you can blame him for that hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day stay safe stay healthy fire the cannons we thank you so much for joining us right here at locked on bucks <laughs>